Hello and welcome back to another episode of Trying to Live Your Best Life. Or if this is your first episode, then hello, welcome. Come and join the train wreck. I'm Andrea, I'm a bird from Glasgow, trying to work out what the fuck I am doing in life and every day try a little bit harder to be a better person and live my best life. So if you like the sound of that journey I'm on and you want to join me and learn a thing or two along the way, then please like, follow, subscribe, depending on what platform you're listening on. Pop on over to Facebook and Instagram for the Try and Live Your Best Life pages where I'll be posting daily of the train wreck things that happen to me and how I attempt to overcome them. And hopefully it will encourage you to think that if you don't have your shit together, then good, you are not the only one here. I promise you. So let's just dive straight on into this week's episode of Amy G. Dalla, That Bitch Is Not Your Friend. The title of this was just me trying to be funny. I am going to be talking to you about your amygdala and how this tiny little part of your brain can make you into a complete fucking psycho. I have first-hand knowledge of this. I have undergone a lot of amygdala hijacking in my life, resulting in me being an absolute fucking fruit bat. So let's just dive straight on into the, the science behind it all, shall we? The amygdala is a little almond-shaped pod inside your brain that controls your emotional responses. It is what triggers the age-old fight-or-flight response when it senses that your body is in danger. It is also in the underdeveloped part of your brain, and by that I mean your chimp brain. Or if you don't believe in evolution, then let's just refer to it as your BC before Christ brain. When we were living in caves, grunting and beating our chests, if we encountered any form of danger that would threaten our lives, the amygdala would take over your brain and tell you to run away. Hence how we're even here, because we are the descendants of the people who ran away and lived. Now as we grew as humans and gained intelligence, the logical part of our brain started to develop, and this is called the neocortex. This is the front part of your brain which is rational and logical thinking which is what we use for the majority of the day. It's how we get about daily without getting into fights 24-7 and can function as a rational human being. When something happens to us which causes an emotional alert, your amygdala goes, all right, lads, I've got this, and shuts down your neocortex of your brain and just completely takes over you and your responses, hence you being a fucking psycho. Everyday examples of this are road rage or shouting at your waitress because you're hungry and your food's not here in time. A lot of people have done that to me. Fuck off, it's not my fault. Things that you think about later and go, why the fuck did I do that? And you've absolutely no idea why you did it and it makes no logical sense and you feel like a bit of a dick for it. Well, if you're a decent human being, you feel a bit like a dick. This is known as amygdala hijacking. It is the personal and emotional response that is immediate and overwhelming and out with the control of the actual stimulus because it has triggered a more significant emotional threat. This term was determined by Daniel Goleman in 1996 in the book Emotional Intelligence, Why It Can Be More Than IQ. 
Now what happens inside your head is a stimuli comes along. For example, it could be your partner saying something totally nonchalant with no hidden meaning behind it whatsoever. But inside your noggin, your amygdala goes, hold up. This has somewhat but no really got a connection to an argument that I had five years ago with someone that's completely non-related to this person and they've said one word that's similar and that's the only reference that I've got to go on. So let's just go with that. So she passes on the paperwork and your body goes, okay, let's do that. And before you know it, your response is biting back at your partner with aggression saying stuff that has absolutely no reference to the conversation you were just having and you just going off your trolley, shouting and screaming or just being a total arsehole for no reason at all. It's because this little almond-shaped chimp part does not look to create new and rational responses. (laughs) Nay, nay. She likes to look through all her files of similar actions and go, oh, yep, yep, let's go with that one. Let's just go with this. Mainly because she's lazy and she fucking loves drama. The response of her decision pulses through your body for about 18 minutes, but can actually have lasting effects for up to four hours. So have you ever went from zero to 100 within milliseconds and then half an hour later being like, oh, I don't know what that was even about. Or you've had an argument and hours later you're still fucking raging about it. That's because that wee boot amygdala has taken over and you've had no control over any of it. But now that she's gone and let off her steam, your neocortex takes over and essentially looks at her and goes, really? What the fuck was that about? But she's a wee psycho and she's proud and she's like, yeah, what? But then your smart developed brain has to do the damage control. It's usually her that apologises for the wee one's behaviour. She's like the kind of big sister that apologises for the wee one's tantrums when she doesn't get her own way. Aye, that's your neocortex. But there is some good news. You're not completely under the control of the little tantrum queen in the back. You can control her with practice and hard work. I am definitely someone who is known for her explosive reactions to literally nothing and have been labelled a psycho not just by myself but many, 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 many others throughout the years. However, I have been trying really fucking hard not to let my amygdala get the better of me in the last year or so. I haven't always been successful at it, that's definitely for sure, but I am trying and, you know, a little outburst here and there to let off some steam is totally fine. A way of overcoming our chimp brain is when you start to feel the bubble of that beast coming out inside you. Just take a wee hot minute and think, right, what is it I'm fucking raging about? Is my response going to benefit this situation? By purposely engaging your neocortex in this situation, that big sister's coming over and putting the little tantrum child in her place. Big Neo is like, no... There is a rational and calm response to this, so I'll handle this one. Thank you very much. And by practicing this, you start getting in the habit of shutting down little angry Amy. Again, like I said, it's not always going to be the case. Sometimes that tantrum is so big and loud, 
it takes over everything and you do go a little bit crazy. In some instances, this just can't be helped. And I apologise. Another way that is shown to help is advice from Thomas Jefferson, actually. He said that when you're angry, count to ten. And if you're really angry, count to a hundred. The purpose of this is, once again, to engage your logical brain. Once you start getting control in your rational thinking, it takes away the control of your amygdala and slowly but surely you gain rational thinking again. It works the same way with breathing exercises. Have you ever been so fucking raging and someone just goes, breathe, take 10 deep breaths, it's fine. I used to hear this all the time when I had an outburst and I would never understand why. But the psychology behind this is by focusing on your breathing, you're engaging your parasympathetic systems, so the rest and digest functions, and therefore disengaging the sympathetic systems. Your eat or beat in response. Big angry Amy in the back. I'm not suggesting it's easy because I know firsthand it's definitely not. When I'm raging and someone tells me to breathe or count to ten, it just pisses me off anymore and I'm going straight for their throat. But I have noticed in myself when I feel those emotions starting to bubble in me, I try to take myself out of the situation completely. So if it's a conflict with someone, I try to walk away and go and rationally calm down, think it over and then come back and have open communication with the person that's fucking pissed me off. Or if I've annoyed annoyed myself by overthinking, which I do almost bloody daily, I look for hidden meanings and shit that doesn't exist or I look for hints in people's social media posts that they never actually intended to be hinting at just because I'm a textbook fucking psycho and I like to wind myself up because I run away with my own thoughts and within minutes I'm fucking raging for absolutely no reason at all. When this does happen, I tend to just let it ride out and within half an hour or whatever, I've calmed down and I've had a fucking stern word with myself along the lines of, what the fuck was that all about? And I sit and dissect everything about it and unsurprisingly, it stems from some form of insecurity I have within myself. It's not cute, but it is something that I'm working on. Many a time, I have messaged my best friend when I am peak level raging, sending voice notes and frantically texting in block capitals because of something I've seen on someone's social media, usually through the fault of my own snooping. Then half an hour later, I'm very calm and rational about the situation and see the errors of my ways and I tell him this, to which the reply is always, you give me the fucking fear. Because I jump from zero to a hundred back to zero so frantically Through the last eight years, within different therapy sessions, research and talking to intelligent individuals, I have started to gain a real understanding of emotional intelligence, which is how you beat your amygdala. Emotional intelligence is the ability to understand, use and manage your emotions in a positive way to communicate effectively, overcome challenges and diffuse conflict. Although the emotional intelligence scale varies drastically, you can slide up and down the scale frantically throughout the day. It's all based on how in touch you are with your emotions and how well you understand them and their own triggers. 
Certain words or situations can be known to you to trigger a negative emotional response. For example, one of my triggers is the word nice. Specifically, if someone says to me, I look nice, I fucking hate it. It triggers an emotional stimuli in me of total worthlessness, inadequacy, hurt, sadness, a whole bunch of feelings that I just don't want to go to and I hide in my room and I cry. I just fucking hate it because of an emotional memory that that sentence has to me and therefore triggers all these feelings that I have when I hear that sentence. Even if someone is saying it really positively and filled with admiration, nope, get away from me because I'm going to fucking punch you if you say it to me again. Although, because I know this, if someone does compliment me with nice, I know the reaction I'm about to undergo and I purposely engage my smart brain to go, no, 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 let's not break down crying. They're being genuinely kind. Take the compliment. Say thank you. You're all right. I promise. We're not back in that place. It's fine. Because this trigger is a very new trigger to me, it is hard not to be flooded with these emotions. Although I am aware that is how I'm going to feel, I haven't yet developed the strength to stop feeling them all together. But that is okay. Acknowledgement is the first step for that. And I am definitely working every day to try and not have that emotional response to an otherwise totally non-emotional word. So the task that I want you to take away from this week is to sit and think about some of your triggers that you're aware of that can cause a negative emotional response within you. This could be a place, a word, a situation, anything like that and make yourself aware of them. Know that if you go and grab coffee at that particular shop your ex broke up with you in, you're going to be overfilled with negativity. So go to a different shop. You know if someone says be better, you suddenly get this overwhelming fear of never being good enough so you fight back to say who the fuck do you think you are telling me who I am and that I'm not good enough or if you know that traffic makes you a fucking loony, try and drive at less busier times or go on quiet roads and have some ab on in the background to take your mind off it. The best way of beating your amygdala is to try and ignore her. It's the same when someone is shouting at you and you just want to argue back, but when you stay calm and give rational responses, that person starts to back down because they realise their point has become invalid and leave you alone. Not always, but usually. Or a kid taking a tantrum. If you shout at them, they scream even louder, but if you ignore them, they eventually shut up and go away. So yes, that is the end of this episode, guys. I really hope you feel empowered to ignore Amy and her tantrums and find your inner zen. I know it's hard, trust me, there's certain situations and certain words that I'm a, I've been aware of for years and I have now better emotional responses to them. But as I said earlier, ones like nice are a very new trigger to me and therefore I am still working to not turn into a little psycho bitch when I hear those words. And as I said earlier, I'm also not as much of a psycho as I used to be when I was younger. I do have better control over my emotions now. But it doesn't mean I don't have an outburst 
from time to time, just like everybody else, and that is okay. It's the fact that I am a better person than I was last year or the year before that, and that's all that really matters, and that's really what I want everybody to focus on. It's not about being the best person just now, it's about starting to become a better person than you were yesterday. And if you keep doing that every day, you're going to become the best version of yourself within no time. So if you really liked that episode and you really want to see what I've got coming up for you next week, please like, follow or subscribe, depending on what platform you're listening on. Or pop on over to Facebook and Instagram for the Try and Live Your Best Life pages, where I'll be diving a wee bit more into these topics and how I control when angry Amy takes over my body or how I try to control or I'll just be showing you what it's like when I just let her take control of my body and take her little tantrums. So yes, hopefully I will see you all soon. Hopefully I'll see you all on the social media and just be safe, be kind and most importantly just try your fucking best. Bye!